Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the movie The Mother, which is the new Netflix action thriller starring Jennifer Lopez. Uh, this movie dropped on Netflix yesterday, I believe. Uh, but before we get started, I want to give a quick heads up. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, and it's raining outside, so if you hear thunder or any type of stuff from coming from outside, you've been warned. If you can't really understand me or if I'm not speaking clear, it's because I think I'm coming down with a cold. So just bear with me here as we talk about the movie The Mother. Now, I had seen this movie on like Netflix's like coming soon. Cause Netflix, if you have the Netflix uh, the, the Netflix app on the TV, if you go to like upcoming, it shows you what's all upcoming and everything like that. And I had heard about this movie and, uh, I'm not really sold on Jennifer Lopez being this badass woman who can, you know, take care, you know, who can be a, 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 an action hero by any means. But all I'm saying is that this movie was very, very like generic, bland. It didn't really make a whole lot of, it, I don't want to say it didn't make a whole lot of sense, but what I will say is that it could have been done a whole lot better. Um, Jennifer Lopez plays an unnamed woman. She's a former sniper in the military. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, she's carrying a baby who we have no idea who the father is. And all we know is that she has to disappear in order for her daughter's identity and safety to be kept. So that all comes to fruition. So she disappears for like 12 years. And then all of a sudden, the people who she's been running from for the past 12 years end up finding out her daughter's uh, identity and everything like that. And that's basically where the movie kind of goes from there. Like, she, she's the only one that can protect her in this sense and everything like that. And if this sounds familiar to movies like Proud Mary or Peppermint or even a movie like Man on Fire or um, uh, what's another movie like that? There's a, there's a lot of movies that have come out like that. You know, where the woman has to be the badass and everything like that. Now, I, one thing I will say, Jennifer Lopez does an okay job at this film. Uh, uh, it's really something different, you know, because to be honest, I'm used to seeing her with all these damn chick flicks and romantic comedies and all this other stuff. So for her to kind of step into like a serious action role was interesting. But, but like the action sequences are what bother me in the movie because if you've ever seen a movie like Columbiana where it's the shaky cam or one of the things that really bothered me about those movies and movies like Taken 3 is that they cut is the is the multiple camera angle of them doing the most basic thing like you can totally tell that in Taken 3 Liam Neeson is not jumping over the fence it's the stunt double but they show it from three separate uh, camera angles so they kind of hide the illusion they do that a lot in uh especially in Colombiana, like especially with the close hand-to-hand combat it looks cool from a it looks cool for a moment but then it it never really registers because you can't see who's hitting who it just looks like two stunt people the same thing happens in the mother because you don't you don't ever see jennifer lopez do a dangerous stunt you'll see her run you'll see her hold the gun and shoot you'll see her do a couple of fight scenes here and there but you won't see her do. You won't see her dive off the cliff. You won't see her get thrown uh, across something. You won't see something get thrown at her. You won't. Yeah. So it's like, oh man, that's kind of unfortunate. Like if you take a movie like Atomic Blonde with uh, Charlize Theron and she gets like super physical in that film, 
it's like holy shit like you you her physicality along with a great performance and the writing and directing of that film it makes Charlie Theron believable as the badass to whereas the mother the writing and directing is so bland and generic that you're supposed to already assume that she's a badass before she even does anything badass and it's like that don't work that's for people who are, are like hiding something like they're hiding their inability to convey you know physical uh physical acting and things like that you don't see that in a whole lot of people especially in people who are not known for action they hide it with that other stuff and i think you know as like i said as great as an act actress that jennifer jennifer lopez is well i wouldn't say she's that great of an actress but as solid i should say as solid as a performance uh as she gives in the movie it's not really a whole lot to carry you know, the movie debuts at number one, you know, if you guys have heard my podcast, you know, about earlier episodes, you know that these films that, that debut at number one on Netflix don't really mean a whole lot, you know, it's like they don't, it's like Netflix just threw it on there and then it debuts at number one, like by this time next week, it'll probably fall off because Netflix had like four original films drop on their top 10 and the second week, they're not even in the top 10 anymore. This film was just so generic, it was so bland, it was so kind of like cookie cutter, like, all right, let's make this as simple as possible, but yet make it as complicated as possible. Because we get these moments where she's on the run, she's being, she goes into like mother mode and protects her daughter and everything like that and all this other stuff. And then the movie shifts in tone at the end by having her be a nurturing mother, like you got to protect yourself, you got to do this, you got to do that. And I was like, that doesn't necessarily have to be with this. That didn't have to be in the movie because your mission is like, it's okay to tell the tragic backstory of why we are where we are. But, you know, at the time, like when the movie is, as the movie progresses to that point, nobody really cares. Like you have these great moments of, of Jennifer Lopez being this badass. Like some of them are pretty good. They're just not that many of them and everything like that. And then, it cuts to something that is really not all that interesting. You have, I couldn't even tell you who plays the main villain because they have two or three and it, and it, it discombobulates the whole film. It's like, okay, who are we protecting ourselves from? Like, there's not a main antagonist to go against. She's hunting down, you know, human traffickers and everything like that. You know, I mean, I, I felt like that was like a, like a scapegoat for what she was trying to do and everything like that. Like it, it was a net, like kind of like what they did in Taken. You know, in Taken, there's not necessarily a main antagonist of the film other than the guys who are are paying for women to be trafficked and you know sexualized and turned into drug at, drug addicts throughout the film. There's not one main antagonist that they latch onto like there is in three and like there is in two and three. The same thing here in Mother. There's no real antagonist. There's two main guys. One is an arms dealer from Cuba. The other one is a corrupted uh, military officer who's buying and selling uh, not only narcotics, but also guns and everything like that. So it's like, okay, that's, like I said, that's kind of like, that's action movie 101, you know. But I think had these had the performance been, had the bad guys been, uh, you know, familiar faces, like, these guys are familiar, like, I've seen them in other films, but they didn't really convey a whole lot of emotion, like, there's not really something you can get, you can latch onto, so to speak, there's not, there's not really anything to sink your teeth into as far as a villain performance goes, and it's just, it's very unfortunate, 
you know, the movie kind of suffers for that. But uh, it, it really, really just kind of falls by the wayside. Uh, Amari Hardwick is also in this film, you know, ghost from power and everything like that. So he's in the film. He's supposed to be kind of like somewhat the sidekick slash love interest, but they never really establish his character really at all. Uh, Joseph Fiennes is in this movie. Gael Garcia Bernal is in this movie. And, you know, those guys play the two main villains that they talk about, but nobody really gives a shit about them really at all and everything like that. And, you know, it, it's not so much a... Uh, it's not so much a, a, a star-studded film by any means. Like I said, it's a, a movie full of... Uh, full of familiar faces just not well-known faces i guess you know because jennifer lopez is also a a a producer on the film uh she didn't want anybody bigger than her in this film and everything like that but at least have an actor at least have an actor or an actress who can carry the roles you know that you're trying to fill out you know they're not going to they're not going to outshine you by any means but you know they gotta they gotta be entertaining in order for the audience to give a shit if they don't then they don't and it's I don't know. This movie, like I said, this movie just came across as very generic, very bland, and very, very kind of like, it'll fall over by the wayside. Like, once you watch it, it really won't have any type of impact. It, I don't know about the rewatchability of, with this film uh, or anything like that, but uh, I will say that, you know, this film, I, like I said, I give Jennifer Lopez a lot of credit for stepping out of her comfort zone because... She, I don't think she's ever done a movie like this really at all. Like she had done something similar like this in the '90s with movies like Money Train and Out of Sight and Anaconda, where it's a little bit of like an action type thriller movie. But ever since then, she's kind of really stuck to romantic comedies and things like that. Her performance in here is really the only decent thing about this film. There's a couple of cool moments in the movie, but overall, this movie is very generic, very bland, and it's not all that entertaining to watch, it's something you would kind of see on TV, it is kind of something that, this is the perfect movie that was, that would be made for a streaming service, like, this is like a perfect Netflix film, like, they're not all that great, but, you know, you can stick it on the shelf, and not too many people would give a shit about it, and, you know, if they do see it, or if they do happen to come across it, and if you're a fan of Jennifer Lopez, you know, it'll be worth your while, but, from a movie, from a movie, from a movie goer's aspect, wasn't all that great. From a J Lo, you know, from a J Lo enthusiast aspect, it, it's okay. You know, it's something that she's never done before, but at the same time, it's something that we've all seen before. Like we've seen movies like this before. Now we've never seen her do it, but it, it, it is interesting to see that you know they were able to do this in a way. Like even. To be honest, her phys- like I said, her physicality in this film is not all that great, really, at all. Like, even when she's doing a cha- the, ch- the, the, the big chasing that they do about halfway through the movie didn't really look all that entertaining because of the way they shot it and all this other stuff. It's like, oh, man, they tried really. They either must have not gave a shit about the action sequences or these guys have no idea how to direct act, uh, action sequences, you know, and everything like that. But overall, oh, man, I, I, I didn't really have the highest expectations for this film really at all but my biggest thing with this film is that it tries too hard it tries too hard to be cool and edgy but in reality it's like we've seen this before we've seen other people do a a movie like this and you know you know uh we've seen other directors and other female um actresses try to pull off this type of character and sometimes it worked like i said with atomic blonde and um 
I really think that's it. Like, you can't really compare it to movies like Terminator or, or Aliens with a strong female lead because that's that's like science fiction. That's like over-the-top action that they don't really do anymore. Atomic Blonde's probably the only one that I can really think of at the moment. You can compare it to something like maybe Resident Evil with Mila Jolovich. Like, yeah, she's not the best character in the world, but if they, they kind of made the movie surrounding her in a sense. And I think that's what they did here. Like, even though Jennifer Lopez is the star of the movie, it, her performance is not all that great. It's good at some points, and it's not that good in other spots. But they did... You, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit for at least attempting to try to do something like that. So that's that's really where the movie kind of falls apart. That's really kind of where the movie opens and ends right then and there. Because once you kind of get within the first... Uh, the first like ten minutes of the film, you can pretty you can pretty much see how the film is going to play out, and it plays out very very predictably, and um, you know that ultimately suffers and everything like that. But like I said, overall this movie was okay, I guess. Uh, like I said, I give I give credit for Jennifer Lopez for trying to do something different and everything like that, but this movie wasn't really that good, and uh, everything like that. But um, I mean, if you happen to come across it on Netflix, you know, definitely check it out. Uh, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not a fan of Jennifer Lopez, don't even bother. But uh, we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure it'll probably be a little bit successful, somewhat, because obviously it debuted at number one, and there's a lot of people who are fans of Jennifer Lopez, even though she kind of makes the same movie for the past ten years. But we'll see what happens. This movie wasn't all that great, but it was. But it gets a it gets an E for effort. It gets you know you get a little bit of credit for at least trying. So uh, that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets: Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse Twenty One. Have you guys seen The Mother? What did you think of it? What is your favorite Jennifer Lopez movie? Or are you just kind of sick to death with her playing the same bride in every movie? (laughs) Whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Uh, Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. I've been catching up. Even though I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, I have been catching up with a lot of films that are dropping on uh, streaming services exclusively. You know, there's a couple of more that I'm going to do, as well as we're going to finish our Terminator uh, our Terminator movie marathon as we get ready for uh, this coming weekend, which is going to be uh, Fast 10. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to a lot of things. So be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. Uh, and of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness. And there's the ring. <laughs>